Violet Mendez has played baseball all her life and has also made the Jesseville High School boys baseball team. She wasn't originally sure where her baseball career would take her at first, but it seems like the possibilities are ever growing as she recently participated in an event with the 32 best girls baseball players in the nation. And she has an event coming up in January with the 60 best women's baseball players in the country. I'm Christian Collins, and I sat down with Violet Mendez and her father Orlando Mendez about her opportunities in the world of baseball. This is Garland County Locker Room, brought to you by the Sentinel Records Sports Department. So Violet, first I want to talk about, you know, your time in Dallas recently, and even before you went down there, just what was going through your head when you found out that you would be going down there to play with the 32 best girl baseball players in the country? I was really excited when I got told that I would be going. Um, All I knew is I had to work even harder to make sure that I performed good when I was there. You know, Orlando, what were you thinking when you found out that she was going to get that opportunity? That she continues uh, succeeding in what she wants. Um, I've wanted her to change over to softball already. And every year I say it's, you've got the most you're going to get out of baseball and then something else comes through, which uh, doesn't make me upset. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in that turmoil. I want a college scholarship. and uh, But if you're one of the top, you've got to keep doing it. You know, what was the experience like down in Dallas? Just kind of describe it to me. Tiring. <laughs> but no, it was, it was, we worked a lot and being around a bunch of girls that are working towards the same goal as I am kind of helps me see that there is a chance. And the coaches were very supportive. The, everyone on the staff was supportive. Um, it was a very great experience. You know, what were kind of like the day-to-day activities like on the field? What were you, what were you kind of working on? Um, early in the morning, we got breakfast and we head to the training complex and we usually work on hitting, fielding, just um, basics basically, trying to get them better. Um, I worked on catching mainly. Um, and then we would have um, what they called classroom we just go over things we talked about, our goals and um, things we learned. And then basically we have a game around probably 4.30 after that. Your show up was at three, you'd warm up and start around four. I, but like if we were late, we'd get there at 4.30. <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I was reading about it, and you talked about, you know, the classroom-type aspect of it. Was that something you'd ever experienced in baseball? Because I know when most people think about sports, they probably just think what goes on on the field. But had you ever experienced something like that where you were, like, kind of looking at it from, I don't know, I want to say, like, an academic aspect, you know, where you really sat down and talked about your goals and stuff like that? Not really, but it was it was new, and it, it kind of helped me see more more about it and we talked about more what we were working on and why we were working on it and what we want to look forward in the future. You know, what do you feel like you really learned a lot about during your time in Dallas, whether it was on-field skills in the classroom or both? What do you feel like you really took from that experience? Um, repeat that one more time, I'm sorry. Um, you know, what did you feel like you learned during your time in Dallas? And it can be stuff both on the field and just about, you know, the game of baseball as a whole, just either one. Learn to play with girls because <laughs> I'm not used to playing with a bunch of girls. So that was great experience. And 
just to keep working could I learned that my goal is a better opportunity now that I can make it as far as I want as long as I work towards it um yeah and um was the was the game inside Globe Life Stadium did you get to play on that field um you know what what was that experience like it was big <laughs> to be on that field it was it was so real it's like a dream come true um to walk out and just be in a dugout be on that field just it was amazing you know what it looks like you kind of answered this already but you know what were some of the coolest parts of just the dallas experience uh being on the field and the coaches um meeting some of the previous uh, original baseball players, the women ones. Yeah. And, um, you know, before we get into the Orioles thing that's coming up at the Orioles spring training thing, um, did you think this kind of thing was possible for your baseball career? Because, you know, these are like some big events. You know, what did, have you always thought this was something that was possible? No, <laughs> I really didn't. Um, I knew that I could probably, as far as I could probably make it, was probably high school. Um, before, like, growing up, it's always usually, oh, you can only play park. And then as I got older, I forced it to play middle school. And when I got older again, I forced it to play high school. And then I just kept trying and trying. And then this, these opportunities popped up. And I didn't think it would be possible to go as far as I did. Yeah, now I'm looking forward to the event that's going to happen at the Orioles Spring Training Facility just what are you kind of looking forward to about that event? <laughs> Just to go there, show that I can play, um, make make myself known and so I can be seen and get better opportunities and whatever comes after that. <laughs> yeah, so the purpose of this one is this is like an organization that's trying to start a, a women's professional team. Um, can you all kind of talk about that? You know, like what's the purpose of this event? Well, we, I don't know if I forwarded you the letter, but mm -hmm. uh, did, did I? Yeah, you Okay. Did. Well, what I read out of that is that uh, <clears throat> there's a committee of All-American baseball pro women players that started back when the A League of Their Own, that movie, mm -hmm. and after 1955, 56, it dwindled down. Uh, it's war was over and everything went, went back to men in, in, in uniforms. But as the years have gone by, as the men have gotten from 80 miles an hour to 100 miles an hour, so the women have gotten from 40, 50 to 70 and 80. So a group of elite ball players might bring interest to uh, another league, and they call it a league of their own, where they would have a, a future to play and not be forced <clears throat> to play softball although softball is awesome and, and I don't see how anybody can hit a ball 45 feet away coming that fast, but uh, those girls are so talented. But if you spent your whole life on a, on a baseball field, you'd want to continue that way. Yeah. You know, what does it mean to you that you're part of this generation that is trying to start, you know, a women's pro league with the women's, with women's pro teams? Just what does that mean to you? It, it means a lot. It's like, I there could be a possibility that this wouldn't even be a chance for most girls and for us to have this opportunity is just a very great chance for us to prove that we can play 
and that we can be on the same ball field as boys. Yeah, and was this something you had to like uh, try out for, sign up for? Did they just reach out to you? What was that process like? <clears throat> well, she's been uh, Chicago, um, uh, North Carolina, Globe Life Stadium, and um, those are all coaches from former pro coaches, major seventeen year major leaguers. Um, USA National Women's current coaches, minor league coaches, and as I was uh, explained, what they they see there, they forward it. Uh, the event was carried on their Instagrams and things like that. So the people starting the new league are reaching out to not only those thirty-two, but they're adding another twenty-eight to make it top sixty. Uh, you know, um. It's first, first time in 50 years, 60 years. So uh, any any event that uh, furthers young ladies' uh, dreams to continue. We stepped on the moon, being a believer. We crossed the ocean. We thought it was round. It was flat. It turned out to be round. So there's someone willing to take a chance of not playing softball, but going for their dream. And uh, as far as for Violet, her dream continues. Yeah, and I was doing some research of, about the event, and it, it said, you know, there are going to be some games with different teams. Do you already know what team you're on, or do you, is that something you figure out when you get there? When I get there, they'll tell us. Um, it, there's four teams, I believe, and they're all pre the original uh, league, the major ones from League of Their Own. Um, well, it's supposed to be replica jerseys of the original teams. Um, as far as I know, when I get there, they'll give me my uniform. Violet did say she was not wearing one of those skirts. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was way back in the 40s and 50s where yeah. women wore cons- skirts to play yeah. baseball. Was- yeah, that's-, <laughs> that's not like that anymore. <laughs> I was concerned when they said replicas. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I the read where it says jersey. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think many of the... These are... These, uh, these women that I saw, uh, these young ladies were athletes. Mm-hmm. Every single one that I saw out there. You know, there's uh, there's the Michael Jordan level athlete and then there's the lower level athlete. That's why one makes 80 million, the other one makes eight. But in reality, you're still an athlete. And what I saw out there made my jaw drop and has told me to shut up about what Violet wants to play because it's her dream. I'm I was blown away by the athletes that there are, and I can imagine now seeing 60 uh, all together. It's going to be really exciting. And Violet, you know, what what does it mean to you, and how does it make you feel that, you know, you're considered one of the top 32 girls, baseball players in the country, and, you know, in the top 60 that you've been in part of these two big events? Grateful and very happy. Um, I worked my whole life and didn't think that I could get there. I didn't even think that was a possibility. So finding out that I could be one of the top just makes it just unreal. It's just very something I looked forward to. 
Yeah, Orlando, this is something you've talked about already in the interview, but it is a question I have. When I first talked to you back in the summer, you know, you said you wanted Violet to play softball, and we've talked about that. And you've touched on this, but, you know, where do you stand on that now with, with this, this more progress that she's made? Confused. Yeah, I, I want her to uh, reach her goals. I see that uh, if they do form that league, and she, she has two more years in high school, so if they do form that league, um, I'll, I'll agree to part-time college and full-time baseball. And then uh, there's still plenty of time to make that decision. Um, as they say, they're going to make it a media event and try to let the people see how exciting baseball is. It, it, it is. Uh, I saw I saw a girl hit the ball 400 feet over the fence. I saw Violet, and I have it on video, hit a ball 368, 370 feet, one bounce to the center field wall inside Globe Life State, former Globe Life Stadium, now it's known as Chocotown. Yeah. Um, did I ever imagine that a five foot four girl? Could hit a 400 foot home run. I'm sorry, Violet's five foot four. Uh, could hit that 370, 380. Or the other girl hit it over the wall. No, and I don't think many did. And a couple more of those will make believers out of people watching that that type of game. And just a question for both of y'all. You know, where do you see the baseball career? You know, taking you, Violet, just moving forward. You know, what what's the end goal, kind of? Uh, originally, my end goal was to make the USA Women's National Team. Um, that's still my goal there. Um, if, you know, whatever happens doesn't work out. Um, but as far as I know, I'm just going to go until I can't anymore. All right. Awesome. Well, is there anything uh, either of you two would like to add to the interview about anything? Well, I'd like to, and I know about it feels the same way, I'd like to thank the... Uh, First, the uh, USA National and MLB Baseball uh, Committee for picking her as one of the top 32, uh, supplying the breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and uh, stay at a Renaissance hotel. And and even us parents weren't even allowed to get close to our kids because Vada needed her asthma medicine and she was out, worked out by the surges by the police officer or whoever the law enforcement they call, officer. They call them surges. The what? They call them surges. Sarges? Surges. I don't know. Okay, I well, just what they call them. probably sorry, <laughs> but walked out and <laughs> I had to be at arm's distance. So that made me feel good that nobody else was going to be. If the dad couldn't talk to Violet or be close to Violet, that was very good. The, uh, the, the buses were always there waiting for them. They never had to wait uh, for the transportation. The airfare, the um, the the care, the love, the the understanding that not every baseball player swings the same way or throws the same way. Working with the talent that was there, obviously they had talented. They got called there, and they didn't mess with anything. They uh, they went with it. Um, and and you know, and, um, Elizabeth Van. Um, She's, she's uh, in New York, in the New York office with MLB. Uh, she's she's terrific. She uh, she approached me. She talked to me. She uh, uh, gave me daily daily heads up 
love at it. And I'm just uh, grateful that who else in Arkansas? What other girl in Arkansas mm -hmm. is going? And there are talented ball players. So I'm just grateful that uh, God saw Violet and put it in somebody else's uh, eyes. Awesome. Well, thank you all for stopping by. Thanks for tuning into our episode highlighting Violet Mendez's baseball career and her opportunities going forward. You can find an accompanying feature story on our website and app. If you like our content, please consider subscribing to get the latest content as soon as it becomes available. You can find Garland County Locker Room through all your favorite podcast providers. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for new episodes, please drop us an email at sports at hotsr.com.